All right, so tonight I have Dimey with me, and we have been discussing Angela Abar, a.k.a. Sister Knight, from the fabulous series The Watchmen. Well, it's not a series. It's a one-season, as far as we know, we have our hero, we have our savior of The Watchmen, our ultimate superhero, Dr. Manhattan, and, uh, yeah, me... Me and Daimi have been discussing all sorts of wonderful things throughout this episode. Yeah. Woo. It's been awesome. It's been a great episode. It's, I, I love collaborating with you. It's so easy to talk with you and just jam out just whatever subject that comes to mind. I love that. So we still, still correlated to the actual thing that we started off talking about, which is watching. We, I love. we did we brought it we, we started with the egg and we brought a whole whole series of ideas back to the egg yes definitely. pretty much all the, the good yolky juicy <laughs> stuff yes. yes so yeah and then oh I also wanted to ask you um uh Daimi's been doing some um uh movie set work uh with your uncle right yeah, mm-hmm. That's yeah, my awesome. uncle Lamont Bird, uh, he's been helping me like just get on set more. I actually had another set um, that I was on Saturday, um, and it was for a 48 challenge for court film. I was on set again, so I've really been appreciating a lot of these uh, on-set experiences because it's just so much fun to be able to create and be in that element. So yeah, very fun. Yeah. That's exciting. I know that when you when you posted those pictures, I was like, dude, that's just so cool. You know, just like you said, just to be able to just get on a set and to feel it and experience it is just rad and lovely yeah. and cool. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. I mean, I, when I like, when I'm on set, when I watch like my shows like Dexter and just like anything really, it's like, you're inside the episode way more than like a normal you know person who's not on set you know like you just like okay I wonder how many times they took to you know shoot that that's one scene or you know how many angles did they have to you know try you know here and there what worked what didn't work <laughs> yeah so I look at things a lot differently now but then I also have to separate that and really enjoy the show so that I don't just take it apart completely now, but yeah. yeah. You know, now, now, now you're 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 screwed because you're stuck in you're stuck in the head of 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 being on set. Yeah, but that that's fun like, though. Yeah, because now, like you said, now you can pick or you can go back and pick apart things and be like, yeah, how the hell long did that freaking scene take? Yeah. How long did that shot take? Yeah, hundred percent. Where did that sense. angle come from? Like, that's yeah. just so awesome. it's fun I love it it's like a new knowledge new insight definitely it's fun for sure but I always like have to go back to like hey you're still a fan so put the fan brain on so yeah you're like I'm gonna turn off the critique mode and turn the phantom back up yeah exactly 100% like enjoy the story and then let's critique it after we want to watch the Let's do that. Bust out the notes afterwards. Well, that's great. Yeah. So, you guys, yeah, you're definitely going to uh, get a lot out of this episode. I mean, 
we went to witch talk. We went to what kids were doing before they showed up to their parents on earth. <laughs> um, tarot cards, uh, ex-boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Relationships, true love, karmic bonds, all that. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and yeah. having, having spirits come and cheer, cheer you up when you're not feeling, when you're feeling like a sad Lana Del Rey girl. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. It's awesome. I just love talking about everything that we talked about spirituality, politics, humanity. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So this is uh so yeah, I'm I'm so excited. This is the second time second time doing this together and uh yeah, I I foresee many more coming up in the future. Yes, definitely. Sign me up. I love yes. these conversations. You're awesome and like it's it's just so much fun being a part of it. It's an honor, so I appreciate it and I love your podcast. It's really dope. And just keep it coming. Yay! Yes. And if and if you guys want to, uh, well, I'll probably say this at the end of the episode too. But uh, at Black Girls Love Horror too, um, not T W O T O O. Um, just like it's just great. Whenever I see your posts pop up, I'm always like, okay, I'm going to Diamond's page, and I like go through all the things, and I just get. You just have just wonderful information you spread that don't even have to do with just scary, you know, like, you know, creep squad, horror community stuff. A lot of enlightening information, um, everything from, you know, staying woke to uh, news flashes going on, like uh, nice happy news. You know, like sometimes like you put stuff out there that's just like a good little happy warm your heart like blurp of news and it's like yes you know what I mean it's like it's good it's 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 good for my ADHD brain because I I when you go to post I know that you're gonna have a few different topics coming up that are like always fun to read and get information from no, oh, thank you. That means so 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 much to me. So thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, honestly, I love hosting. Um, I know like life happens and there'll be days that like I go three days or something like that without posting and I'm like, I come back I'm alive, y'all. <laughs> I leave with y'all stranded. I'm here, I'm here. It's just <laughs> so what's going on right yeah. now. But yeah, I, I love it. I love that you guys love it. And you know, I just feel like um you know, Black Girl Black Girls Love Horror too, I always say, like it, it's just uh, an example of myself it's a true my true nature and then it's also my my way my reason to to fly my free flag you know in a sense and be like look this is me and I'm I'm with a bunch of other amazing people who are just you know brilliant minded and and um just likewise and it's just it's so cool to have that and to share that and to come together as a community and then you guys like the fact that I can diversify the page too with all these different subjects and stuff like that. Cause it's like, you know, we're human beings. It's not, you know, I, we love horror, horror and Halloween's a lifestyle. We get that, but it's also, we also have the world around us that are all these other things that are going on, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, so I really, I really love that. You guys love that. So I love that. It's respectable. And 
appreciate it. Thank y'all. Thank you. Well, um, God, are there any fires out in Los Angeles right now? Right now, no fires. Thank God. I feel Amen. like I feel like at the end of every episode, I've been like, I hope everybody's safe from the fires. And then I just like, I was about to look outside. I'm like, okay, Las Vegas, we're fine. And then I was like, wait, Los Angeles, are we okay in Los Angeles right now? We're we're, we're safe in LA. Thank God, no fires right now. I felt like those fires knock, were the longest fires I've ever experience but man it was crazy the, ha- the haziness has just started to dissipate in southern california yeah. so yeah. hopefully yeah. hopefully with the heat going down it'll stay that way and everybody stay safe yeah. and that Absolutely. you stay safe yes definitely i mean i hope everybody you know stays safe in this time especially in 2020 and you know bless those people who did lose their lives this year and 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 lost their, their houses and themselves in the fires and stuff like that um, I know there's a couple earthquakes that happened recently in LA too so just everybody be safe and live day to day really just uh, take this time to be like look this is my life and I'm going to do what the fuck I need to do what I want to do you know really like because yep. it's so unpredictable so just like nothing is really truly guaranteed and it's just like dude just live your life because you just you don't have a guarantee live your life and protect your peace yes yes protect your energy (laughs) yes yes absolutely yes protect that energy and protect your your inner peace that is key oh my gosh yep that's it your inner peace is too expensive kick that shit to the curb nope that's a debt that's hard to repay yeah 100 percent oh yeah yes 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 yeah all right well, next time, hopefully, we'll be doing Death Proof. Yes, definitely. That would be so cool. I know we got Candy Man on the, on the list, and we yep. got Death Proof on the list. So, yeah, well, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I mean, anytime you want me to collab, I'm coming through. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I love cosplaying with you. I know. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going to do this again next time. I've got my... My vintage Manhattan blue. We've got yes. Sister Night. Yeah. She slayed it. Sarah slayed it. I loved it. I love that blue on you. I love your robe. Super cute. I know. I was like, I if like I had custom. some yellow, I would have done, I, what is a silk specter? But I couldn't. I was like, all right, whatever. Blue. We can do blue. We can do blue. <laughs> we'll settle. Yeah. It's right me. Like, I, I was like, can I do, like, you know, like, uh, uh, Regina King's character, you know, can I do it? Can I dress up as a, you know? And I was like, yeah, I can do it. I yeah, have, I, no, I we got today. it. I have this all the time. I wear this all the time. But yeah, that hood. Yeah. You've got the hood, mask, black yeah. makeup. I was like, let's do it. Let's do it. It's like a 15-minute cosplay. Let's do it. Uh, I know, right? You know? Yeah, this was like quick cosplay. <laughs> For real. Yeah. All right, so, my dear. Thank you for joining me, as always. I really, really always appreciate it. It's amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You're amazing. I appreciate the love. I always see your name coming up and supporting me, and I appreciate it so much. And Always. Likewise, <laughs> and much love. Um, I appreciate the friendship. I feel like there's a true friendship between you and I, and I, I really appreciate that. See, you so, can so. make friends on the internet. Yes, I know. <laughs> Yes, yes, definitely. Awesome. I know, I'm, try, I'm trying to explain to my 
trying to explain to my eight-year-old that like growing up with every everything on the internet's bad 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 and I was like no well actually yeah you can make friends on the internet but there's still bad people on the internet so just be careful <laughs> just like Yes, absolutely. You know, it's everything comes to the balance. Everything you take with a grain of salt or a grain of salt. You know, and yeah. I, but I, I absolutely believe that you can form friendships on on the internet. And I, I'm so blessed for Black Girls Love and Mar- may, maybe, and maybe maybe even really more. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, hell yeah, the horror community is awesome. This is why I call you you guys pre-spot and horror family because I mean that, like, to the bottom of my, of my heart. You guys are amazing. I love y'all too much, so. Definitely. I love it. All right. You, so pretty. I know, I was hoping I could get it in the background here, okay. And I think, I think it did good. So there we go. Put that there. Yeah, got the little, the little geeky stuff to bring with me so I don't get, like, too homesick because, I don't know, no matter what, I could be at, like, the coolest place ever and I'd still be homesick. No, I hear you. Definitely. I hear that. Definitely. Yeah. I love yeah. the, the um, what is it, uh, the, um, the uh, gidgets, the little fungos that she had. I couldn't see what kind they were, but they were cute. I've got some Game of Thrones. I've got a little Black Panther and then Kylo Ren, except he's not a Funko, but yeah. He made it to a preschool drop-off the other day and uh, he made it actually into the temperature check. So like the lady actually like beeped it and it was hilarious. I was like, oh God, here we go. Here we go. It was cute. I love when people go out their ways like to like, you know, do cute stuff like that because it's crazy right now and it's just if any any smile you can get is the best. So And it's yeah, and it's like tedious too in the sense it's just like, you know, click click, you know, just the clean pen, dirty pen, hand sanitizer, which is like it's good. I'd rather have people be cleanly than the opposite and like neglectful. So but yeah. <laughs> Serious. Like definitely. When we got here, there was a little, uh, like, welcome kit that has um, two, like, fabric masks in it, a freaking jar, uh, a jar, like, huge tube of hand sanitizer, not just, like, some dinky little, like, tiny little, like, whatever, like, it was, like, this big, I was, like, and then, uh, and then it had, a like one of those, I thought first I was like, are these brass knuckles? And then I looked at them and I was like, oh no, this is one of those door opener, like those metal door openers. So you don't have to use your hands. I don't know how it works. My brain can't figure it out, but, uh, some sort of thing you put on your knuckles and it, and it like opens the door without you having to touch it. So, oh, like, wow. That's cool. Um, how do you say like ahead of the technology here? I like that. That's cool. And mean, cool. meanwhile, I've seen TikToks of kids at their like colleges <laughs> being like sent like a a sanitizer the size of my thumb to last them for the fun, <laughs> the tr- like trimester, semester, whatever it is. I don't remember, but geez, yeah, it's like <laughs> the difference. It is like the the like I said the new life of 2020 like this new lifestyle is such a trip this is like really this this is us for the next couple years really like like you know it's it's 
how do you say you gotta like be happy that you're alive at least right that's a good that's a good class yep each each day is a a new day full of promises (laughs) yeah definitely definitely i know today i was like i was like i was like um not that i like care not that i'm interested but i was like have we like heard from the president? Is he still around? I'm like, I'm like, and my mom was like, I don't care. I don't, I don't want to know about him. And I go, neither do I. But somehow I end up hearing about the dude at some point in a, within a 24 hour period, whether I want to or not. And I was like, I just feel like I haven't heard anything. And I was just like, but I don't really care. But also I do care, but I don't care. Like, Right. No, it's true. It's so true. It's like, he's he's so scary. Like, I cannot, like, anything that comes out of his mouth, like, I wasn't, I wasn't, like, how do you say, sad when he got COVID, but then at the same time, I was like, dude, I guess it's, like, kind of sad that he got COVID, but then it's like, dude, how selfish is he? Because he's, oh, yeah. you know, got so many other people sick while he got sick because he didn't want to say that he got sick. It's like, dude, really? and we're, we're empathetic people so it's like even the shittiest people were like oh, but thank you. why do you gotta make me feel empathetic for yeah, you? you're like my heart you're lucky my heart I, to have a heart but I don't want to have a heart for you but I do but I don't yeah it's a lot he's a straight up watchman character like he's literally oh, yeah, like, for sure like he should have been casted in that guaranteed like Definitely. I keep hearing these booms going off, and this is hilarious. There's like um, this like volcano show going off down below right now. Because at first I was like, I'm not hearing like some sort of like attack going on, am I? And it's like, no, it's just the fake volcano going off in Las Vegas. <laughs> no, false alarm, false alarm. False alarm. That's hilarious. But yeah, no, he's a. Uh, oh my god, yeah. Um. But me and my sister, we were watching Django just a couple weeks ago, and when Don Johnson's character shows up as the the wow, they are not joking around with this thing. I don't I hope, don't know if you can hear it or not, but um, it was almost as if his uh, not to talk about him instead of Angela. But it was almost as if that character was like the great granddaddy of the Judd Crawford character that he plays in The Watchmen as like the police officer with the creepy clan thing uh, uh, outfit in his closet that he had. It was like watching that movie and then just seeing him as like these two awful characters but the same actor playing him was really like, it was kind of trippy. It was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so many similar correlations. And I could see that though. Like I could totally see like John Candy's like relation to that or the uh, yeah. Uh, what was, yeah. What was his? Uh, no, no. Uh, he wasn't Candy. He was Big Daddy. <sighs> his name was Big Daddy, but what the hell was his name? <laughs> I can't remember. It was when. It was the first time Django went with uh, What's-His-Face to go find the Brittle Brothers or whatever, and I cannot remember for the life of me what the name of that place was. Not that we need to know what the name of that awful place <laughs> was anyways, but, um, yeah, but, um, yeah, it was just pretty pretty interesting because I was like, holy shit, like, I'm, like, watching The Watchmen and going to be talking about 
the Watchmen in essence here soon, so it was just sort of like, uh, yeah, that's that must be the evil great-granddaddy before the Black Wall Street, you know, Tulsa attack. Like, it's so deep. Like, I think that's what the show did so, like, that's what the creators and the writers of the show did so well was tapping into, like, the deepness of of this problem without it being a typical like the typical storytelling like the typical narration of it yeah yeah guarantee uh, yeah i could i could absolutely agree with that like that was really cool uh, just all the um the richness of black culture that was like in it like real true events that really happened and i mean i don't think that i i understood how tragic the tragedy in Tulsa was until I watched Watchmen like it, when I got to see Watchmen break it down in that way um uh what is it um the new show that's out right now oh um, Lovecraft Country yeah they touched on it pretty lightly but they touched on it pretty nice as well and I felt like that also brought me into like understanding how tragic that tragedy was and people like burned alive like it was just like wow I, I didn't I don't think I understood that and then when I watched both Watchmen and that it was just like wow this is it's sad it was horrible it's really really sad it was really like horrible. it it was it's like you think you understand the history of like racism in this country and you know slavery and then it's like oh we just skipped to like civil rights time it's like oh you know throw in a little Jim Crow history whatever but it's like these <laughs> these townships where they were thriving on their own didn't need help from fucking anybody because they weren't gonna get it anyway so it's like yeah. why 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 wouldn't we do this on our own without you know whatever and then the decimation and desecration of these townships because because why like why couldn't you just leave good enough alone like the amount of uh progress and just like i don't know kinmanship and brotherhood this country like could have had for so long has been lost and it's just mm -hmm. like why you know first of all the trust i think like why would you know, i think with um her grandpa's char character william hooded justice they do a good job showing that trust aspect of like there's so much history here when when he meets the uh the watchman guys like he's you can tell how he wants to be a part of it and he wants to trust them but at the same time there's this inherent like distrust of like why would i want to be a part of your group when i've been you know excluded for it for so fucking long and then the minute he steps his toe into this crew the guy fucks him over so it's just like the show just did such a great job showing this other aspect of this cancerous ever changing ever mutating disease that is white supremacy uh-huh yeah i agree a hundred percent like like the um I didn't know that the KKK had like that's like an actual thing like the they, you know that I just symbol. realized I that too. Idea. 
Now I'm like, like, I don't want to put it in emojis or anything. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay. I, yeah, yeah. I just like learned about that. I was like, wow, that's nuts. Like, yeah. And I, when I see it, the only reason why I even knew that it was like a real thing besides like Watchmen, um, I actually seen a picture. I don't know if it's a true picture or not because headlines are insane and media is always doing extra stuff. But there is a picture that a um, black uh, female um, was married. Her husband is white, and nothing wrong with that. My my boyfriend's white too, so. But it's like he, the um, husband, was like low key KKK, and I don't know how she didn't know that or whatever. But she didn't know, and she, he in the in the bottom of the picture, he was doing that at the bottom of the picture, like on the side of his pants, so she couldn't see it. I was like, dude, what the, hmm, like, what is going on? Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, it's the most mind-boggling, it's just like, it's a disease of the mind that, like, people just pass down. I mean, I've even seen people who I know whose parents aren't like that, who have, as, like, their grown-up children have become like that, which yeah. is, like that's like a trip it's like you know you think that you know if you were raised one way in that close-minded you know simple-minded freaking troglodyte way of thinking you could see how it'd be hard to shake you know what I mean um you know breaking that cycle but like if you didn't come from that you know what I mean like if you're of a certain age it's like just like how did that happen? No, I agree. I'm I'm with you on that. It's a big old like cho- it's a big old choice at this point. Like yeah. a huge choice and it's like it's just amazing how just like some people just still are just like, "Oh, I just don't want to get political or I just, you know, I just I don't know what to say." And it's like, "What do you what do you mean?" Yeah, it's what like do you it's mean? Like what's the choice? It's like it's, you know, like do you want to like, that's, like, when I, um, just, just as a human, you learn and, and you grow and you start to understand certain things more and more as you become older. Sometimes it's the opposite and some people stand in their ignorance, but, um, me, I feel like with the LGBTQ community and, um, people, members of, of that community, like transgender people, binary people, like everyone, right? I have such a respect for these people. Like, it's insane because it's just like, dude, that's that's still my brother and my sister. Like, it doesn't matter what they choose, you know, sexually or whatever. Like, whatever, love is love, truly, truly. And it's not hurting anybody, literally. And it's just like, I, I um, also... I just told my boyfriend this the other day. It was like, I'm so, uh, like, God is my center, but I know for a fact that my God did not say that these people cannot enter the gates of heaven or whatever, you know? Like, and not to get, like, all spiritual, but it's just, like, I just have a different relationship with God and my center of it all because how people taught us back in the day by the book, by the book, I, I just can't like I feel like I'm teach their own like you know I, I'm not saying that some things in the Bible aren't true whatever 
but for me it's like I feel like it's a lot of gossip around like all throughout the years that people like wrote down of what's mm-hmm. supposed to be supposed to be and you know even down to like um eventually I'm probably gonna have a post about that is the uh the Salem witch trials y'all threw people in the damn water because y'all wanted them to float and if they didn't float back up to surface they were witches yeah like what in what on earth that doesn't make any sense like there was a something that I came across today of a black male and he was like Christians who saved themselves that's witchcraft and I just was like dude my understanding of witchcraft now that I am older is that y'all don't even know what the fuck you're talking about like sorry yeah you know like yeah. that's just uh, I, I just like that's how I feel it's like dude y'all don't even know what you're talking about because if you can say natural rocks that actually have healing elements in it like god meet this world and earth and stuff like that you can say that that's witchcraft saging is literally a herbal plant that is from earth here birthday candles birthday candles i've noticed with my grandma's um funeral like last week and just like being in catholicness for like the last week or so um there's so much ritual in like catholicism that's just like that goes outside of it and it's like I'm like, I just, like, was looking at my aunts, and I was like, look at your fucking witch asses over here. I'm, like, with your freaking beads and stuff. And I like, I told my aunt that she, sh- my one aunt, that she should be a Catholic medium because she is so spiritual, and she's so into orbs and energy and all this stuff, but she's a diehard Catholic. Like, she's made walkabout journeys to where, like, Jesus walked and all of this stuff. Like, she's, like, in it to win it. So I don't want to mess with anything, you know, that she, you know, whatever. But so I thought, that's a good way to put it. And so her eyes got all big and she got all excited. And I said, yeah, because I was like, I bet there's a lot of religious people who are very intrigued by spirits and, you know, mediums and channeling energy and signs from the other world that maybe they feel would conflict with their faith. But if they have somebody who is faith-based, especially in their specific religion, the, the, that would help open their mind. It would help, like, get those curiosities out. And, yeah. um, you know, I do see that. And, like, I have other aunts that are, like, super Christian. But, again, I'm like, you guys are just, like, little, like a little group of little witches over here. They're just so intuitive and they're so smart. It's just hilarious. I'm just, like, every time I'm around, I'm around my dad's sisters, I'm like, look at you guys. And my mom's sisters are the same. I'm just like, it's crazy. It's so true. Like, I, I mean, and, and then again, my condolences to your ground. You know, Thank I, you. I you up, no problem. Like, I always feel like our ancestors, like, my, the, what gets me through every day, like, especially uh, when I lost my dog in the beginning of January. I still have my snow meat, but in the beginning of January this year, uh, Audie, my dog, passed away, and he was, like, my first, like, little first son, my first, like, little, you know, bundle of joy so to speak for mental joy uh love that little kid little baby and he passed away in january and um the thing that got me through it was well two things listening to mike shinoda's post-traumatic uh, uh post-traumatic album 
And what also got me through it was like I could feel his spirit literally walking with me. Like I could, like my dog used to have this like pitter patter like little walk, and I could feel him with me. And then the day that he passed away, my aunt's dog, like who's pretty well behaved, like he kept barking and growling at like one corner because he's kind of territorial. He's not like good around like other dogs. That's crazy. And I was like, so my my little baby basically came to see me before he passed away. Oh, it was such a trip. I was just like, How wow. Crazy so is that? that is like, dude, we gotta all be together one day. Like that's not you know. I, I can't deny that any longer. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to have to ask my my son about your dog because my littlest one, he's been saying some stuff lately that, like spirit channeling kind of stuff that like really throws us off like like stuff that he shouldn't even know. He's four and a half. Like, well, no, he's almost five. But like uh, my mom, when she was 14, her dad passed away from a heart attack. She woke up to go to high school woke up dad had a heart attack in the middle of the night so he you know they woke up and he had passed away and so I think um she just remembers like running away from his room you you know running away from their room and so Levi the other day was talking to her and was asking about like oh oh grandma like your dad like he died like he's in heaven and like maybe she said something before about her dad being in heaven but like this is 40 something years ago at this point so like yeah it comes up sometimes but like my mom's not constantly talking about her dad that died you know in 1974 so he tells her uh you know yeah your dad he died and um you ran into the room and he was sleeping and you you ran out of it and you ran away and she was like He's like, like, how did you know? Like, you're, he just was like, your dad was sleeping, he didn't wake up, and you got scared and you ran away. And it's like, right. how would you know that? And then my grandma, who just passed, I don't really know how he would know this either. Um, uh, she, uh, they found out that she had like a, a mass or two like in her lungs, so she was starting to get like agitated um, when she would cough. And like, I think was getting like a little like blood coming up. And so, again, how would he know that? Maybe he overheard a phone conversation. I don't know. But he was asking me about my grandma. And he said that he had a dream, that he was at her house. And then he goes, yeah, and and and, and now she died. And she coughed. And she had blood. She had blood when she coughed. And it was like... What? That's crazy. That's so awesome. Like, that means, you know, your your baby boy is super gifted. Like, that's such a, like, there's a lot of people who get super freaked out about these gifts. And, again, they compare it to, like, oh, that's demonic. That's witchcraft. For me, if my kid has, whenever I have, we have my, you know, I feel like my um, boyfriend that I'm with right now is my future husband. And we talk about it all the time. So whenever we have kids, and we call them pumpkins, <laughs> whenever we have kids, I feel like, when these kids, because I know that they will have like, uh, how do you say, like those uh, like powers? Intuitive, yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm gonna be with it. Like, dude, like that's fine. You know, that's totally okay. And I, I would protect them, and I would try to be like, okay, but just because mommy and daddy accepts that, does make sure that when.
when you go to school and stuff like that, it's to be <laughs> on the low. Yeah, don't go telling your, like, friend that you talked to their dead grandma <laughs> their sleep <laughs> the other night. Right, exactly, 100%. So, like, no. But, yeah, I think that's so awesome. That's super cool. Well, that that reminds me of when, um, what was it, when in the Watchmen, when Angela and Cal, they have the two kids that they adopted that were her, uh, her partners, her partner who passed away's kids, and there was, like, the theories that the, the son was possibly Dr. Manhattan, or maybe, like, he was gonna have powers or something, because, like, I don't know, his castle would float, and there was, like, these sort of like Easter egg things, and then, um, and then, yeah, that episode when like for sure you found out like who was Doctor Manhattan, and they dropped that bomb, and you get like the lovey dovey romantic episode, and you're like, yeah. this action show is centered around a love story. Yeah, just the yeah. way Captain America like. The last scene in Endgame is Steve Rogers, Captain America, dancing with fucking Agent Carter. Yeah. To an old-timey yeah. big, big band song. And then that's it. And then yeah. this, and it's like, it's like the same. Yeah, it is. That was, I mean, they have, I realize, um, I'm so happy they won that Emmy when they did. And, um, uh, Regina King took the Emmy home too and her, um, uh, co- uh, her co-actor. Oh God, what um, is it? Uh, kids a really pretty name, but it's kind of hard to say. Yeah, it is. It's something with an O, and I can't think of it either right now. But he's the new Candyman, basically. Uh, but I think he's such a oh, wonderful yeah. actor, and he was awesome in this, this for sure. Yeah. But I see why they got Emmys when they took all of that home because it was like. Dude, it was so, it was written so well. I mean, it was well-deserved, and I was so happy that they did because it was like, you know, it's a comic book, you know, but it was like, thank God somebody, whoever's in charge of the Emmys, was like able to be like, oh, there's political message in here. There's a humanity message in here, and, you know, like this writing deserves a win or at least a nod, you know, uh, uh, um, how do you say, a... um, at least a nomination, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was really happy with that. I was like, wow. And I was happy to see Zendaya take something home, too. It was like, yeah, let's go. I know, and she's so young, so it's like, that's just like one stamp in the passport. One of many stamps that are going to be, she's going to be overbooked here soon. But, um, oh, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, and especially for, like, a show based off of a, super weird freaking comic book you know very like provocative odd comic book and then to take place in a timeline that's not even in that comic book and then to be like well let's make this subject matter in it and then this subject matter and then let's also add in you know time travel and intergenerational trauma and you know, it's like that nostalgia episode where we watch Angela fucking pop all the pills and it's like she goes for the ride and you're like, holy crap. Like, yeah, that that, that was her Emmy. I mean, each yeah. each episode she was in is an Emmy winning yeah. performance. But that yeah. was amazing. That yeah, was the it one. Was. I mean, she 
they shot that the cinematographer i'm not sure who, who the, the name of the cinematographer uh is but the cin- cinematographer for that uh episode especially um i feel like wow i mean that was probably my favorite episode i think that was episode seven or six mm-hmm. but it was so good i mean you felt like Angela like you felt like you were going down this rabbit hole <laughs> that was just like unfolding more and more and more and then the, the the stuff of like he was married but then he had like a boyfriend and then uh-huh. it was like what is going on right now there's so much as soon as he on. like you didn't you didn't want to see him cheat on the wife but again it goes back to like as soon as he like let down his guard and let his heart out and like express himself in what should be a freeing human way it's like the fucking uh guy screwed you know uh who's it mr metropolis or some crap like that um but yeah and it's just it's you could see the anger and then as an old man you can just yeah, that just episode just shows you exactly why William is how he is and how, yeah. you know, she kind of carries that inside of her too. Not to, like, the yeah. same extent, but, like, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like it's weird because, um, you know, everybody says, like, a woman's intuition is never wrong, and, and for the most part we have that, like, strong intuition when we know something's up, something's not too right. And a part of me feels like she knew what was kind of going on. I don't know if she knew 100% what was going on, but I think she kind of knew or suspected something because I don't think it was just the fact that he was the hood. Like, she helped him become the hood, you know, technically, Mm -hmm. you know? She was like, no, this is good. We should try to to do this. So a part of me feels like she kind of knew, and I, I think also part of her was, like, regretful, of encouraging um, him becoming the hood, but it, it needed to happen, you know. Um, I also feel like when um, what is it called? What's I can't think of the, the the name of the character, but all I can remember him by is like mirrored glass. What is it? Again? Oh, like, oh, uh, the Looking Glass or something. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, Looking Glass character. Like he was super cool, but I was just like. When he watched the uh, the episode of The Hood and the guy was like, you know, they were like having sex, was like, wait, I got confused because there was another person who became The Hood after The Hood. So then there was like another person, you know what I mean? There was like mm-hmm. another hero who got inspired by them, but they all got inspired by The Hood originally. Yeah. And then another one. And then I do like the, uh, like, noose around the next sibilance thing mm-hmm. i know it came from the hood but it was like again relaying back that to black culture but it, it, it goes deeper it's just like oh like it's it's like justice basically you know it's like i'm this good guy trying to bring justice to the sins that are going on you know in but this he has world. to do it hooded he has to do it in the shadows he has to bring you know it's yeah justice shouldn't have to be served in the dark it should be it should be brought out to the light oh my god it's so yeah there's so there's so much powerful super powerful there was something in that that was like one of my favorite like i i I think that will stay with me it was something of how come it was like on the loosely on the lines of how come um 
people are more scared of men who are black in hoods than, than men, white men who are in, in hoods or something like that. And I say, Jesus, like, spot on. Like, people aren't, like, the only, now people are scared of the KKK. But back then, people weren't really scared of the KKK except for black people. So I feel like um, people now get to see the KKK as bad people. They understand that. They, you know, they under they can comprehend that. But I do feel like people are quicker to be scared of a black man who's, you know, in a disguise or something like that versus a man who is known to kill people. Precisely. Like, really horribly, you know? In a white KKK, it's just like, fuck, that's crazy. It was super deep <laughs> yeah no i mean you see it with um elijah mclean who who was murdered last year you know yeah. a skinny kid wearing a mask because it's cold because <laughs> yeah. it's fucking cold it's oh, like you know i who who could he have scared like who's scared of him like right that's what I said. I looked at the, the videos of how sweet this kid was and just how innocent and, and I think kind of gullible and kind of just like, just, just not really of this world per se, like as far as his level of innocence. and Oh, you can tell for sure. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, who plays music for kittens? I was just like, dude, what? And you guys killed him? Why? Like, it's so, it's just... I, I feel like it's insane when I hear certain people get killed for no reason. Like, I just, it, it's, I'm appalled by it. Like, I have my friend, Walter, uh, you, you know of him, Walter, <laughs> you, he sent me, he sends me stuff all the time. He sent me this article of uh, Brianna that I eventually have to sit down and post. But it basically breaks down her entire case of what happened like what they tried to do they kind of try to paint the situations a certain way so that they could be in the right for killing this girl whether it was an accident i get it it was an accident and it wasn't purposeful but at the end of the day you still killed somebody and and, and you should pay for that yeah you know you you have a job where if you make an accident there's really big there should be really big consequences for it it's just as it's just common sense you would want that in any job where you're handling heavy machinery where you're driving a vehicle operating a flying an airplane you know what i mean like yeah a hundred percent a hundred thousand percent no here's a badge here's a gun good fucking luck here's some low pay have at it yeah seriously though exactly and it's just like dude like humans are not human target practice like that's that they're not target practice you know and the fact that they had a a no-knock warrant it's just like yep that's fine but at the end of the day you guys shot at these people you could have killed two people you ended up killing one but you killed you almost Killed two people because I think the guy, her boyfriend, got injured in the leg or mm-hmm. something like that. I think he did get injured during it, but it's just like, dude, and you tra- guys shot at people who are just trying to defend their home. I understand that the boyfriend was in, you know, a drug dealer or whatever, but he wasn't. Even though hypothetically selling drugs, you, you kind of are kind of killing people in some instance, but that's on that's their choice, right? Because yeah. it's like. 
it's crazy. It's just like, yeah, as a drug dealer, you probably shouldn't do that shit. That's probably not good. But the funny thing is, is like... That person coming to get that, it's like, dude, like... I think about... I think about a white drug dealer, maybe in a, in a, in a nice neighborhood, maybe around where I live, not where I live, but like in like one of the towns next to me, nicer neighborhood, has reputation for selling stuff, definitely has guns, definitely has a beautiful family, you know, picture perfect family and, uh, definitely Trump 2020. But like, if you had two undercover plain clothes cops white cops barge into their home for the same reason they would grab their guns and they would start shooting to protect themselves you do not have time to process who's coming through your door you just don't so it's like for all these people that are just like oh just fucking do what they say or you know don't don't shoot cops no shit they want it this way for a reason they want it so that way simple-minded people can't figure this out i don't know why they 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 make it to where these equations cannot be solved in these people's heads and it's so simple it's a two plus two equals four math equation like oh yeah that's straight to the point but no they want to be like but if you add x and you do negative b times pi plus mc squared exactly and you're just like but i said two plus two equals four (laughs) (laughs) it's just like it's so true 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. and you look you look at watchmen and like they were just a few months ahead of everything that's happened right now look at the met like the mask shit you know, like, yeah. uh, there's all the quotes about, like, uh, masks make men dangerous or whatever. And you see um, they had a very interesting um, cop dynamic because Angela, our hero here, is a cop. She was mm-hmm. attacked on the uh, the white knight. And, um, you know, she wants to believe that her, her best friend, her fucking, you know, cop buddy that saved her freaking Don Johnson himself is like, you know, a a surrogate father type character. And he is that, you know, that, uh, just pure evil, just you, and you didn't want him to be, you know, you were just so like, please God, don't let him be that guy. And then he is. And it's just like, you see her intergenerational trauma, this, this being let down after trusting in this freaking, person this idea it's just yeah it's just so much and just yeah yeah it was it it was a lot because it's like yeah you did want him to be the good guy but ultimately he is the pretty he's pretty much a part of why she almost died in the first place you know they these people these um what what do they call it uh the warshack people but they're the calvary the calvary yeah yeah but the fact that they, they basically set up these people to die in the police force and they knew exactly what their plan was and, you know, they, they were trying to get a, a so-called message out, you know, and, and try to get the bad guys behind masks, who's the cavalry, basically, um, 
and, and set, a, set it up to a certain point where basically the white men all have the power, you know, the control, you know, and it's just like, wow, that, that was really insane. Like, I didn't expect for him to be the bad guy. I was like, dude, like, why did he kill him? Like, why did he, you know, hang him up or, and kill him that way? But then when I watched, I was like, oh, that was, And that was the minute you it. knew that that was that was that was the minute where you were like okay all right we got a lot of shit to find out about this guy because uh <laughs> yeah yeah it just started like rambling slowly like, if the old guy in the wheelchair is the one that says that he did it there's got to be some kind of a reason here yeah uh, Seriously. Seriously. but, so but really she's so good but right off the bat though i mean even though she's before she even knows that William's, you know, her grandpa and everything, as soon as he tells her, go look in his closet, do this, do this, do that, she's like, okay, whatever, old man. But then she's like, well, I'm going to do it anyways. I'm not going to tell him I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it anyways. Which right, is like, yeah. She went straight to it. Yeah, and then she fakes, she fakes being sick at the funeral, goes straight into that closet, finds it, boom, done. And then, uh, yeah, uh, forms an alliance with what's-his-face, the looking glass guy, is yep. able to, what does she pass it off to him, and then somehow he's the one that gets her those nostalgia pills or some, or no, he finds out what the pills the were. That was, yeah. yeah. And he didn't know that he was, like, he knew he was setting her up, but not in the way that he, he thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, he thought he was just trying to, like, save his friend, I think. There was some yeah. kind of, like, loyalty there. And I think when he realized how bad he messed up, he was like, dude, I just set my friend up really, really fucking bad. Like, yeah, we're like, because we can't, so I, you can't take him, I, not, like, somebody's got to be good here. We have to have, like, somebody good, okay? Like, don't yeah. take him too. Yeah, for real. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, Looking Glass guy was definitely a good guy throughout the, like, overall. He was a little bit mixed up because you couldn't tell, like, what he was, like. That last part, Yeah. Into. Yeah, because there's like to- some, you know, a lot of um, mixture in there. But for the most part, I mean, he's just a, a a good good guy. You know, there was like he's... like uh, how do you say? There's like good cowboys and good bad and like the mm-hmm. bad cowboys, right? Because that was a pretty good theme towards the you know towards the the whole yeah. thing of the movie or the uh, series because it was like um, you just saw like a lot of these bad guys who were looking like bad guys becoming these actually the heroes of the story and then the, the people who are like you know looking pure and innocent and all this stuff was like oh psych just kidding they're the bad guy you know mm-hmm. so that was pretty cool I, I loved uh how they also told Angela's story just how she was like this brave little girl who lost her parents in the awful way that she did and then the fact that she uh her grandma came back to save her that and episode all, i was like dude but something in me was like it's not gonna be this easy they're not gonna get into this this easy it's just not gonna happen and then like, right before moment, they get in the car like yeah bye yeah. grandma it's coming yeah i was like dude yeah no and then she passed away and then 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 that's how she was able to take in uh that guy you know as her like a surrogate father as you were saying and so i mean it, it was pretty intense and at first you really did not like the, the her grandpa you were like dude this guy's despicable right you know like in the beginning and then 
like towards the end as they're like sitting in the theater and watching over the grand, you know, his grandkids and her kids. I was like, dude, you kind of just thank him. He's like the hero, you know, overall. He is the hero. He is the hood, you know. And he's, you know? And he's the one, I think he's the one that gives us the first little egg, um, the first egg drop, if you will. Um, yeah. You know, when he reaches in there and it's just like, and that, that was like, and then just little bit by little bit, you get the egg things and you're just like, where's this going? Where's yeah. this going? <laughs> this is is there an egg you. man? Is there an egg superhero we didn't realize? And then it's like, <laughs> oh, she's going to crack the egg open and she's going to be the biggest hero in this whole freaking universe. Yeah. The yeah. ultimate blue woman person yes i was like martian what is he she yeah i mean that was really cool i i wanted more because i want i'm like they they cut it off perfect like they ended it perfectly but it was like no you're you guys are saying that you're not gonna give us season two so it's like what was that for you know like great i I, you know i appreciate getting our imaginations going but it's like no like did we get angela abar back to kick ass and be this you know her like her a second to her husband as far as like a part of him Mm -hmm. even more so you know yeah because she she referenced in an interview that she interpreted interpret a little bit like you know what i'm trying to say um (laughs) she viewed it as when she when she did the egg thing um you know because since they were in love that yeah like you just said like more of a oneness and i was like oh i like that like it was her coming close to him again and like becoming one with him and i was like that's kind of an interesting um definitely an interesting way to put it because um we know that it's it's not it's not a like oh did she walk on water didn't she walk on water we know that she does because she asked him point blank if i eat this egg will i walk on water so yeah yes you will walk on water because you ate the egg so it's like yeah. oh i just i wonder i know damon lindelof will not do a second season but i wonder if there's somebody that he would hand over specifically a black creator you know somebody that can help take this story and keep it you know the way it should be told I think he got away with it because you know he's Jewish and he has a lot of you know he is a big history buff but he even said like the black wall street stuff he didn't even fucking know about I think until they were literally like writing the season like shooting the season so it's not like oh this is something that he knew about for a long time it was like him and his own ignorance being like WTF. We know about so many atrocities, but we don't know about these ones. Like, yeah, yeah. And then at the Emmys, him wearing that shirt, I just like, I just literally recorded uh, the my Black Wall Street episode like a few days before the Emmys like had come out, and so like um, I had to go back and watch Regina's acceptance speech and she had you know that you know a lot of people had brianna taylor stuff on and everything and so um my mom called me out she goes oh the watchman just won something and i was like okay cool and i go and i see him and i was like oh yeah i'm so excited and i was trying to explain to her i was like this is the same guy who did lost because she freaking loved lost so i'm like 
you know, this is like our guy, mom. And she was all excited. And then like, she was like, wait, look at his shirt. And I was like, what? And then I like looked and I was like, does that say Tulsa 1921? And it was like, Yeah, like outstanding, outstanding, absolutely. Yeah, they, I mean, you could just tell the cohesiveness of the cast and how, like, you could tell everybody got this. This Watchmen series must have brought them together even tighter because, I mean, the they were crying, you know, together, you know what I mean? They were all like so emotional together. So you could tell that, that uh, making this creation and bringing Tulsa in a big way um, on, on a TV uh, series uh, such as um, Watchmen on HBO, which is a huge, huge... The cream of the crop, the freaking top quality, top yeah. dog, and your, your first scene into a prestigious... What are they... What, prestige TV is this just... Yeah, like you said, this sepia-toned... It doesn't even seem of this world. When I did my research for it, when you go on YouTube, and um, I was trying to, to, to find videos, of, you, you can see pictures of the devastation all day long. Um, yeah. But when you look up the stuff before, it's just like there's a, uh, somebody set up a video camera at a high school, and all these fucking kids are just like coming out of class, just staring into the camera, it's like, I'm like, this is a camera in the 1920s. Still to this to this day, if somebody puts a camera in my face, I'm going to, like, freeze for a minute. You know what I mean? They're just, like, not phased. And there's this teacher in the background. He's, like, messing with his fedora. And he's, like, staring at the camera the whole time. And I think it was uh, Booker T. Booker T. Washington High School. Because um, he came to the town. And I think he was the one that gave it the name... Um, uh, not Black Wall Street, Little Africa. Um, so anyways, but like, yeah, it's just, just so much joy. Just like, just fucking, just this bustling, beautiful town. Again, just like minding our own business. Just like staying oh. away from you freaking evil people. <laughs> you know, just like, let us be. And then, no, no. Yes. I mean, they, they just, they the bad white people like beyond just the KKK because this is when they're all like coming together this is your your police police force your lawyers your town you know mayors whatever um and then all of this planning and the darkness and the shadows is so true to what the Calvary does in the show all of this planning in the dark that like yeah, as much as you want to say these are a bunch of dumb assholes that are evil, they are sneaky and they 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 use this dark side of magic to yep. accomplish these things. And um and uh it was interesting some of these survivor videos um that they did in the late 90s, there was this uh uh commission that the city of Tulsa did and there was this woman who went to I think there was like 16 survivors left um, at this point in time. And just all that they talked about was just running for 18 hours, 24 hours. And like this one woman 
you know, like, had it in her heart to just relate it to um, something that was going on in Europe in the time, something in Kosovo, some, you know, like, you know, she's sitting there talking about something that happened to her almost a hundred years ago, this war, this literal attack on a town, um, and she's just relating to something that's going on somewhere else in the world, and it's just like, I don't know. It's just a lot. It like, is. It's super a lot because it's like, like I said, like we all talk about like the normal stuff that we learn in U.S. history and, and stuff like that. But we, I never really heard about Black Wall Street. The only, the first time I heard about Black Wall Street was, I think I was still in high school. Not, I think I was in college actually. I was a freshman somewhere in college, and my stepdad um, taught, brought it up, like. Black Wall Street there we had our own towns and he was talking about how people shot off the noses in Egypt and you know for the most part my stepdad unfortunately uses a bunch of nonsense half the time so when he's actually talking on truth yeah. it's like you, you just never know yeah you know? you're like, you're like this sounds like a crazy story <laughs> yeah right so it was like oh okay cool I kind of slept on it I was just like so really, it wasn't until, like, recently with just watching Launchmen and watching Lovecraft Country that I was like, holy gosh, like, and to me, it's like, okay, we learn about the Holocaust, which is horrible and absolutely heartbreaking and not saying that, no, it's not. It's horrible. The Salem Witchcraft Trials, that shit's horrible and sad. The Indian um, Trail of uh, Tears, horrible and sad. The ja- Japanese and Chinese cat concentration camps, like, all of this blood, like I said, that is just shed, and even um, just there's been really horrible killing sprees of like gay people and oh yeah, know, LG- yeah, you know, so much of blood LG- on our own land by our own a hands, a hundred percent, you know. So it's just like to hear about this the Wall Street. Um, it's just it adds into that again. It's it's spilling into the same blood, but it's like. Dude, we need to teach kids about these things because I don't think that there should be an excuse to the fact that me now, I'm glad that I know about it now, but it's like, what's the excuse? Why can't I learn about it when you guys are beating this U.S. history into my head and, you know, stuff like that? Like, like let's learn about all of these things, you know? It, like, let's talk about black culture. and It's almost as if the history in that regards that we were taught focus solely on the separation aspect like you think like okay yeah again yes we do learn about slavery bad evil awful but you know we abraham lincoln you know everything was fine and then it's like again let's teach you about jim crow let's teach you about more about separation okay let's teach you a little bit about the separate about civil rights again focusing on separation where it's like you said you know if we don't learn about things that you just you can't it's it's shadow work you cannot go forward unless you go backwards and yeah. in the town of Tulsa to this date like people were very very silent and secretive about it um because I think people were so traumatized that like they passed it down um this intergenerational trauma and a lot of like 
the photos and documents of the day were passed down by like KKK white supremacist members. <clears throat> they like yeah. held on to this, this, these photographs and, and whatnot. And it doesn't, you know, it, they held on to their history of it and not leaving room. So it's just like a hundred years later, you've got this town out of however many that we have in America that's reconciling with shit like this still to this day, that like just told itself, they're still trying to figure out how many people died, still trying to figure out where all the mass graves are, still trying to figure out names of people, still trying to figure out what the hell happened that day when the guy maybe touched a freaking, when a young black man maybe touched a girl in an elevator when he tripped, you know? Um, there was actually this really cool, uh, newspaper called the Black Dispatch, um, that I saw a a shot of it several days later, um, and all of the propaganda newspapers that, like, the other town was showing, it was like, you know, 20 white men dead, you know, uh, you know, this, this whole spin that they still do to this day, and there was just like... There, there was this one newspaper where you could actually see truth and you could actually see, you know, what was happening documented. And then one of the headlines said, um, Sarah Page, nowhere to be found, because that was the name of, of, of the chick. And it was interesting because she recanted what she said years later, just like the dumb bitch who said Emmett Till Wolf whistled at her. Oh, yeah. I, I lied. My dad, on my deathbed, so I don't go to hell. Like, I'm going to just say that, oh, my dad, sorry. My mistake. Like, what the hell? That's crazy. Like, it's so insane to me. It's just like, why not just say the truth? Like, you, I know this probably ate at you. It had to eat at you throughout your life. For you to say this on your deathbed, it had to somewhere inside here, because, again, we are all human, like, eat at you at your soul to the point where you know it was probably keeping her up at night at some point because it was like dude you know that you killed an innocent boy that that, that blood child. was on your her hands crazy i mean lovecraft country touched on uh that uh on one of the episodes that they had i think it was episode seven or eight but it was so Good. I mean, I love that show. Oh, I, I have. I haven't started it yet because I haven't done. I don't think I've started any shows yet. But like, um, once like Spooky October season's over, I'm ready to just fully get into Lovecraft Country because I keep seeing some like, like you said, just like weird historical stuff pop up. Um, I've been seeing stuff pop up on TikTok, and the best part about Lovecraft Country is that. H.P. Lovecraft was such a fucking racist son of a bitch that this is the biggest, best trolling of, like, that. I could just, like, it's just, this is this is what life's all about. You know what I mean? This yeah. is how you get your fucking retribution right here, dude. A hundred percent. And I love that, too. About, I hope he's uh, rolling uh, around in his grave. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, the truth is coming out. Like, that's what I think, um, there's so many like spiritual representations in 2020 and it's like a renewal or cleansing blah blah like it's it's all this stuff that's super deep um 2020 when you have 2020 vision it's like clarity right so Mm -hmm. it's like it's like a lot of truth is coming out a lot of like this like right
rights are, are like, you know, uh, a lot of wrongs are being righted and it's just so cool to see. And I think even down to Trump, eventually we're going to see him get, get that, that we're going to see that right. You know, like, well, I, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. God forbid this man gets another four years. I don't think that's going to happen, but we'll see. But I feel like, and you know, everybody go fucking vote. Like, get your uh, Yeah, vote. exactly. If you're listening to this and yeah. for some reason you're not registered at this point and you're like, oh, I don't think I need to vote, think again. Please, God, yeah, think please. again. We need all those goddamn votes. I keep getting the collegiate shit again this year. I know. Every time I open my Instagram or something and a celebrity's like, are you registered? I'm like, yes, Jennifer Aniston, I am registered. But then I'm like, you know what? Some dipshit out there probably isn't and is probably like, okay, Rachel Green. Although, like, so more power, more power to them. But yeah. yeah. 100%. Like, it's it's insane. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like 2020 is writing a lot of wrongs seeing a lot of stuff that we weren't able to see clarity in my personal life a lot of shit has been righted oh for sure I think I think there's a lot of um I've been seeing like to like to bring tiktok tiktok up again a lot of um awakening stuff like I feel like I've been on a journey for the last few years there was some instagram accounts that kind of like made that third eye open like several years ago um but you always have So basically from that point, um, I went on to uh, talk about how when you do start looking into like, you know, those like third eye awakening like videos and like accounts and whatever, you just have to uh, make sure you do your research on the accounts. You don't want to follow some like shady ass freaking people. So me and Daimi ended up having a like three hour conversation about like the funnest stuff in the whole world. Um, I think from this point on, I don't think we talked a whole, whole lot about Angela after that point. Um, we just got into just, yeah, more like just witchy stuff, Halloween stuff, scary movie stuff, um, love stuff just a great fun conversation so um I'm gonna split that into a next episode that'll be out in like probably another week or two towards like the end of October so it'll be kind of like a spooky conversation episode um there towards the end um so I hope you guys enjoyed this um really fun awesome conversation with Daimi about Angela Abar Sister Knight she is an epic hero um she becomes a mother under pressure she is an amazing romantic partner um just like you know when it comes to like wanting somebody in your life you don't want somebody to like walk ahead of you and you don't want somebody to walk behind you that's like that's a lot to deal with that's a lot of weird energy you want somebody right by your side and the love story that's in the middle of this just gnarly action comic book show um is really beautiful it's very uh real realistic in this completely surreal reality that they are throwing at us um in the watchmen and um it's beautiful cal and angela are a great couple you know, Dr. Manhattan comes back to earth to fall in love with her and to forget who he is for a while. So he could just be human with her and have a life. And he knew it was going to come to an end at some point because that's just how his crazy, like brand Stark 
mind works. And so it's pretty great because, um, you know, when the shit hits the fan, she remembers to wake, you know, she knows that it's time to wake him up. And it's like this total like what the F moment. And um, it's beautiful because he leaves this, you know, eggshell trail for her throughout the whole series. And at the end, he gifts her with um, his mega superpowers. And she basically becomes, you know, the biggest, most powerful being um, in that universe. And it's beautiful. It's amazing. I love it. Um, Yeah, I just a lot of emotional attachment to this show. And uh, that's why I was just like, got to talk to Daimi about this because um, I've seen her cosplay before, so um gonna post some pictures about that too. But um yeah, so fun episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, like I said, we're gonna have a whole whole long fun uh conversation coming up in the next couple weeks, uh, to to round this all off. But for now, this is Angela Abar's history episode featuring Dimey from at Black Girls Love Horror 2. Follow her on Instagram. Um she has amazing content, everything from freaking, you know, news to obviously horror, horror, scary movie news, um, great, like black stories, history. Um, and she just is very descriptive and she, you know, she has receipts for everything that she posts and it's just, it's wonderful. And I'm very grateful for her time and for her conversation and yeah, super jacked up about that. Um, yeah. And one last thing, hope you guys enjoyed the Sharon Tate episode. Just posted that, uh, posted that yesterday with Ashley. Um, I should be having my other, uh, best friend Bonnie coming up here soon. Probably going to be talking about the Paris Hilton documentary. And, um, I think I'm going to be recording something with, uh, Sir Ezra from Bend the Knee soon. Um, probably for his YouTube. So, um, yeah, lots of fun stuff to look forward to. So thank you guys. Um, I want to thank, hold on, let me pull this up here because I am so stoked about, yeah, we've got Ecuador, Malaysia, Australia, Ireland, um, and I think a few other places. So shout out to you guys across all of the ponds. Um, it's great to have you and I'm super appreciative. So have a great, have a great week. I will be seeing you guys soon. Once upon a time is once upon a time in Hollywood is next. This has been Sister Night Heroes episode. We've got plenty more of them coming up over the next few months. So fear not.